Hey everybody, how you doing? Hey, Coach here. Man, here we are in the uh, beginning throes of summer. And I hope everything is going well. You guys are staying comfortable. I hear there's a lot of heat in the middle of the country and out west. I'm kind of excited for the summer. I, I'm in an area of the country I've never been in and I'm, I'm trying to duck and dodge high temps and high humidities and doing okay so far. Hey, but you wanna know what else the summer means? At least on a personal level. It means Yard Coach, both the podcast and the YouTube channel, are coming up on their first anniversary in July. And I am just freaking tickled pink to, to say that we're still on the air and still going strong and just getting our feet underneath us right now. I'm, I'm very happy to say that, uh, you know, we, we've hung in there with some perseverance and determination and here we are. That is right. Last year amid COVID and all the 2020 brought us, I decided to bring to you something that maybe people could use. Some techniques and skills and advice uh, that people were turning to in order to accomplish landscape improvements at home. And that's where everybody was kept back in the first half of uh, 2020. Uh, so, you know, I thought it was something positive I could bring to people's lives. So, hey, to celebrate, we have something special for all of my crew and viewers and listeners of this podcast and the YouTube channel, but you just have to hang in there for a few minutes because that is not the focus of this whole episode. This week I am discussing the impact of mass planting in the landscape, how it creates a, a wow factor, and some of the planting schemes that uh, it complements. I'm glad you're here. Tickled beyond belief we made it a year and so appreciative of those who have subscribed and listened every single week, especially those who become part of my Yard Coach crew. So let's launch, let's launch into year number two, shall we? Hey, I'm Matt and you can call me Coach. Every week I bring to you DIY landscape education, design concepts and theories in a hopefully easy to understand format so you can tackle landscape projects yourself, get the professional results you want, be more self-reliant in these day and age, and as always, save a boatload of money in the process. You know, after a 20 plus year career in the green industry, as a self-employed landscape designer, contractor, educated in horticulture, and a former retail nursery manager, I bring with me a lot of knowledge and experience that I wanna share with you. You know, the modern, educated, self-reliant homeowner of today. Well, hey, let's get started. Coach's definition of mass planting is defined as a, a singular grouping of plants in a specific area that provides an impactful landscape purpose. What do you think of that? You know, I made that up. And I went on Wikipedia and other things, and they have a similar definition, but I pulled this one right straight out of my arse. And I thought it, looked, I thought it sounded pretty darn good. You know, Mother Nature does mass planting quite well. As a matter of fact, I think she's hands down the master and originator of it. Wouldn't you agree? You know, if you, if you think about it, what, what's more impactful? If you think about uh, a 10-acre stand of beautiful golden quaking aspen in the fall, don't you think it's a little more impactful than just three trees on a street corner in downtown Denver? Especially in the fall when they're, when they're turning color, they're golden yellows and golden oranges. Oh my God, if you've ever had the opportunity to see some of the fall color in the, the Rocky Mountains or the fall color in the Northeast and the East area, 
of uh, the United States or in the world. There's fall color all over the world. The little onesie twosies don't quite get it. It's nice, you know, they're pretty, but it's not that impact, that holy crap, look at that type of impact that we see when there is something in mass. And that's what I want to bring to your attention here today. Here's another example. What one that uh, I'm still looking, I've never been able to hit it just right. And for those of you who have, congratulations, and you probably know what the heck I'm talking about. But down in uh, Southern California, uh, my former home state, there's a state park down there by the name of Anzo Borrego. And when California does get rain, you remember those days? Seems like it's every two or three years they get enough rain. Uh, but on those, on those years when rain has come to Southern California and there's been a pretty good winter, Anzo Borrego transforms in the springtime. And uh, you'll have to go check out the YouTube channel this week because I've got some pictures of some fall color and spring color from Anzo Borrego that just knock your socks off. It's hard to, it's hard to convey that through just auditory listening, but holy crap, ladies and gentlemen, when that thing turns on, you can't get in that park. It's like going to Yellowstone in the summertime on a Saturday, on a three-day weekend you know, two and three hours wait just to get in the gate. My God, the flowers are gonna be bloomed out before you get through the front gate. And it's just a madhouse, but oh, my God, it is seriously worth the wait, I guess, to go see that. And someday, someday I am, I am going to make it down there and I'm gonna hit it on the right year. And you're gonna have to check out the pictures over on the YouTube channel. It's just off the charts. So let's take this back from Mother Nature just a little bit. Uh, we know that she's the master. We've already talked about that. So back to the residential and ornamental applications of mass planting theme. Approaching this topic, I think most landscape designers out there, listening or not, would probably concur that in the small residential application, five or more start to become a mass planting. And in small residential yards, five of a lot of things can start taking up some room depending on what we're talking about. So what we're talking about here is planting in mass for an impactful, an impactful visual type of effect. That's the whole premise behind it. Say for instance, you got a hillside and you want to walk out your back slider and you've got uh, 30 feet of flat and then your yard goes 30 degree uphill. What's more impactful? Would it be just a, a couple of trees on that hillside? Or if you had a beautiful carpet of flower carpet rows, or you had uh, mass planting of three or four different kinds of shrubbery that not only hold the hillside, but then they give you this blast of their color whenever they come into vogue. And that is what mass planting does here. It can serve purposes beyond just the color realm. It can also help stabilize hillsides, cover up ground, etc. Another example, and we talked about it, uh, we talked about it a little bit last week, but it's a, it's a prime example of mass planting. When you bring mass planting into the greenscape under the realm of privacy screens, mass planting is the base of most privacy screens and hedges. It's really almost impossible to create like a 150 foot privacy screen from just one single plant, wouldn't you agree? Therefore, a mass of a single plant or multiple plants in a tiered effect 
to achieve that desired screen. And there's mass planting uh, in vogue. And that can either be a, a natural privacy screen or a ornamental, sheared, formal type of privacy screen. But nonetheless, it is mass planting. Long singular screens fronted with a nice seasonal colorful shrub. I can remember having semi-formal landscapes done uh, in Northern California. And one of the ones that really came out nice is when you had a nice hedgerow of natural arborvitae. And then down in front of it, you had nice white iceberg roses. And then down in front of the iceberg roses, you had another perennial, whether it be a bloomer or not. And that's where you really start to take mass planting and really hone your skills. You really do. Mass planting in the color world is where we begin to really create traffic jams in our front yards using perennials and annuals in mass and making selections that cause a very long protracted bloom where you have a big mass of spring bloomers that transition into a summer blooming bed that transfer into a late summer and early fall bed. Then you can even go into winter depending on where you're at. Obviously not up in the northern tiers and latitudes, but you can certainly do it in the warmer places where you can have great winter colors of cyclamen and early, early, early late winter and early spring bloomers of bulbs and those kinds of things. That's where you've really honed your skills into mass planting impact. Very, very nice, stunning displays. When taking on these projects, one of the things I can really suggest to you is it's very imperative to allow a lot of room and proper spacing so the selected plants that you have can reach their maximum happiness in their own unencumbered space. And an example would be don't plant a perennial that you know by looking at the tag is going to get two feet by two feet and you slam them together eight inches apart. You will stunt the plant itself and those competing around it. Oftentimes in the use of perennials, more than one season will be required to get that maximum effect desired. So be patient and fill in that first year or two with a selection of annuals. And then by year two, year three, those perennial beds that you've decided to plant with late summer rutabecchia, with lavender aster, and oh my gosh, I'm just getting excited thinking about it right now. You know, when using shrubbery and trees, space again is important. Large, huge sweeping beds of knockout or iceberg rose backed with blooming golden chain tree can be a stunning look, but only if you allow the time and space to work for you. When selecting plants, consider mass planting with contrasting foliage or bloom colors. This is where big beds really make an impact, especially front, large front yard beds. That's where you start to, on various occasions during the year, when your bed comes into vogue, where people start stopping and looking. Now, some people like that and some people don't, but it, it can happen. It really can. Here's another example. A large bed that you can make for full sun. Full sun and probably in zones 7 and above. An example would be a, a, a large bed of black diamond crepe myrtle shrub. You could do the singular trees, but I think the multi-trunk bush would probably look better. That would be your backdrop. And then in front of it, something like a, a golden barberry or a sunshine ligustrum. And then fronted in that by purple pixie loripedalum and then fronted in front of that with bright moonbeam coreopsis woven in between the purple pixies. Now there is a large mass planting bed that would really slow down traffic. 
and be very, very visually appealing if you had it in the backyard as well. Another thing about mass planting is you get the benefit from the reduction in a wide variety of maintenance schedules. Taking care of one large and the same type of plant bed, rather than having to go in there and deadhead all different kinds of plant varieties, can really be a time saver and much less of a chore than if you had eight or nine different perennials in one bed. Although they can be beautiful, you're always in there deadheading to keep all nine varieties happy and showroom ready, shall we say. So maybe mass planting is right for you and any projects you might be considering, a little due diligence is required here. A little due diligence would be in order and maybe a recon trip or two or three to the nursery to get those plant performers that will work well together and give you the desired effect you want. Okay, so there you go, mass planting. I really encourage you to go over to the YouTube channel this week when you get this and check out some of the pictures that I found. It, you'll, it'll really, drive the point home very, very well. All right, for you who have been patient, I told you at the top of the show that we're celebrating our one year anniversary of our podcast and our YouTube channel. In order to celebrate, there's always something that you wanna share with others. So to celebrate this year, we're giving away two copies of my ebook, Landscaping Simplified. One coming here off the podcast and one going to a lucky winner off the YouTube channel. And how can you win? Well, I need an email. And we have an email list that's growing every week and we would like to, they're numbered obviously. And so we're just gonna take the numbers and throw the numbers in a hat and circle around them, pull out a number and whatever number corresponds to that email, there's our winner. I think I'm gonna be doing it about middle of July. I was thinking about doing it on the 4th of July, but that's really early in the, the anniversary month. So I think we'll do it in the middle of the month. So if you would like to have a chance at winning my ebook, which I think is some, some a quality read, an easy read, and a very educational read, then hey, the, the email is always at the bottom of the show here. And you can always find it over there on the YouTube channel. If you can't, for some reason, you know, it's, it's pretty easy. Youryardcoach at gmail.com. That way you can email me and the website is youryardcoach.com. Not too hard. So I hope you win if you decide to enter. I think it's a, it's a nice way to celebrate our first anniversary. Don't forget about we're right in the middle of our current landscape consultation giveaway uh, up until July 15th as well. If you have any landscape questions or concerns, right there emailing me, we can sit and talk about it and maybe you can be part of the yard coach crew. Hey, I really appreciate this last year. I hope that you guys have got some educational value out of it. Maybe I've answered some questions that you were afraid to ask out loud. And uh, if you have some more, please reach out. It's kind of like Coach Matt doesn't share this stuff with anybody, you know, at least names and that kind of stuff. Your privacy is important to me, just like my privacy is important to me as well. So don't think that we're gonna laugh. Don't think that we're gonna criticize. Nope, 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 not at all. Hey, here's another exciting part of the, the channel over there on YouTube is we're closing in on a thousand subs. I know that's not a lot in some realms, but uh, we plan on growing slow and steady, not by leaps and bounds. 
this genre doesn't call for leaps and bounds. It really doesn't. I don't have violence. I don't have sex. I don't have those kinds of things, and those are always big draws. Nope, we just talk about landscape education here, and that's how we're going to keep it. So, anyway, guys, until next week, thanks for your interest in the channel. Thanks for your listening here on the podcast. Thanks for your questions, and I look forward to a great second year. As always, I'll catch you guys next week. Take care. Thank you for listening to this episode of Yard Coach. Check out the original videos on YouTube at Yard Coach or email Coach Matt at youryardcoach at gmail.com. And hey, did you get your free 15-step landscaping project checklist? Check out the podcast description below for the link to your free PDF as well as the YouTube channel for more great information for the DIYer in you. See you next week.